I'm always afraid that I don't have the settings correct and that we're going to record for like an hour and have nothing. And like not record? Yeah, not record. That'd be the worst. That would be the worst. Actually, I wouldn't be mad about it because it's always a pleasure talking to you about everything. I would still be kind of upset because then we have to like redo it. Could you could you imagine if you had to recreate it word for word? I w- I pro- I honestly probably wouldn't want to. <laughs> I'd be like, we're just gonna do it again, but we're gonna talk about something different. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let me get this started here. Okay, it is up and running. We are ready for episode six. All righty, what is up, everybody? It is your host. Luke Rogers here with Shooting from the Hips, episode sex. Sex. And with me as always, Dilly Bob. Episode sex. Episode six. That's right. Season. 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 Sois. 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 Like, oh, hey, it's 69 wow. season. Do you think you could ever do that? Um... 69? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Do you, you ever think you oh. could do that? The, the, like, the dry, what is it called? <laughs> dry humping? <laughs> Not anymore. No. <laughs> the uh, dry December? Is that what it is? No, oh, no nut November. No nut November. Oh, f- no way. No way. No, dry December. Dry December is when you don't drink. Oh right, dry. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're asking? The drinking one or the no nutting? No, 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 no. I was thinking of the uh, jerking off one. Oh uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to do that. It'd get it would get loaded up. Like it would be backlogged. Yeah. yeah. Is no is no nutting mean like no nutting in nothing. any way? Nothing. Like you like no sex. No. Nope. Nothing. That sucks. You can't even yeah, if you sucks. do it by accident. Like if you have a like if you're having a really nice dream. And uh, you know, little spillover happens. You you got to restart the month. You actually yeah. get, you actually get sent back in time, and they say do it again. Yeah, I would. I would do that one that we created that that jizz jar <laughs> January jizz jar January. I like that. I would do. I would try that just out of curiosity because I want to oh, yeah. see how much I could actually like if I committed myself to it. Right. How much I could actually fill. It's about volume. Yeah, I feel like by the end of the month I would feel like sick though, because that's a that's a lot of eh, I don't disposal know. of fluid. I mean, I guess it would just depend on how it compares to your current standard baseline of jizzing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to start recording right away because I wanted to ask you so many things: how you're doing, what's new. But I figured, what better time than in the raw podcast recording to do so. Yeah, because we we literally hopped on five minutes ago, and now we're just jumping right in. Not even. No, not even. Like maybe a minute and a half ago. Yep, that's it. So what's new? What's happening? Not really much. Was a was a busy week week at work, and then today I was off, so you know, hung out, took the took my child for a walk. Oh yeah, nice. While her mother was out running errands. Very nice, very nice. Is she walking? So yeah, my like I feel bad when people ask me what's new or what's going on. It's like <laughs> nothing, man. Yeah. But I feel like it's the same for everybody right now. Yeah, it's it's true. Everybody's just either working or or not working, but not actually doing anything. Yeah. 
That's true. Or they're having sex filling up their fill it up. They're having February. sex. Good for you. Fill it up February filing cabinet. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, you know? Well, that's good. Six. We're on episode six, though. I'm excited. Six for dicks. That's a game I haven't played in so long. Beer pong. King's Cup. Oh. Oh, yeah, that is King's Cup. I haven't played that in a while. Or Ride the Bus. Man. Both great we had We had such a good group for playing King's Cup because we were like... I feel like any time I try to play with a group that's not us... The game never got finished. Really, eh? Because people would get people would get distracted, uh, and then like I don't know, or or they just like get bored of it or something. But we always like finish our games. Like oh, some, yeah. someone's drinking that cup. Oh, for sure. Especially if you get if you get a good group that's like everybody's drinking something different, and then by the end of it, the cup is just a fucking disaster. Mess. It's a mess. Yeah, then at the end, like, we're finishing this game because someone's drinking this cup. You always have the asshole sitting at the table with a Mickey or a 26er, and they're like, oh, I guess I lost, so I gotta put mine in, and they fill it with, like, <sighs> like two or three shots worth of alcohol. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck that guy. Oh, my God. But I love games, man. Yeah. I don't know if it's just me or what, but whenever I am anywhere, I just love, I love activities and games and shit. Yeah. I mean, we should do we should do a podcast where we're as we're doing the podcast we play King's Cup. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be great. On video, I think it would get by the end of it. It would be wild. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll do it on video too, and we'll invite we'll do a video guests. podcast of us. We'll have to pick our guests. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be fun though. It's funny actually about the games. I think it was. Janelle actually or maybe you someone said that every time I come to visit it's like I'm packing my entire house <laughs> I bring like oh yeah you do an entire bag of games an entire yeah. like all my sleeping bag stuff and yeah you got your own bag for just the Nintendo Switch <laughs> I do and board games yeah you do you got it all it's fun though because you got it like so well organized you just it's become like your thing it's... Like, you're that guy it's not my first rodeo you're the games guy I am the games guy. I'm the game master. Yeah. You guys were a big fan of that bar that it was like had all the board games at each table. Oh, in Guelph? Yeah, you guys used oh, to go yeah. to that a lot. I don't think I ever went to that with you, but uh, yeah, you guys used to go to that a lot. I should take you. Yeah. Yeah, I would go. Um, how about escape rooms? Have you ever done an escape room? Yeah, we did one together. Oh, yeah, my birthday? Uh, I don't know what the occasion was, but I just remember we all went. Yeah, I love escape rooms. It was rooms. cool. That was my very my first and only escape room so far. And yeah, it's cool. I feel like escape room is hard if you have, like, you need the exact right amount of people. Yeah. Because if you, if you have, like, too little, I think it becomes hard. It is. But if you have too many, it's like people run out of things <laughs> to do. <laughs> Because, like, people... And then you just just end up solving it, like, too fast. Yeah. The worst is when you have too many people and you're just like, what the... What can I contribute? Exactly. That's my issue. It's not... Like, I would only... I would only do that... I would be down if I was, like, (laughs) shit-faced. Because then I wouldn't care. Like, if we had too many people, I would get shit-faced and go with you just because. And I wouldn't care. Dude... I went to an escape room. It was so good. I hope this doesn't spoil it for anybody. I'm not going to reveal it too much. But mm. I went to an escape room with uh, f- 
four other people, and mm. typically for an escape room, you have the hosts of the the business, like of the escape room, whatever. They like say hi, yeah. how are you? You put all your possessions in a locker. They lead you to the room. They open the door. They give you some story that I never pay attention. It's just I'm just like scanning the room, like where can I start? And then yeah. uh, they close the door. They say you have an hour. Good luck. <clears throat> but I did an escape room with four other people. It was probably the most unique escape escape room I've ever done. They put us in the lobby. They gave us masks, like uh, sleeping masks. They said, put this over your face. So we put it over our faces. And then they grabbed a rope. And they roped our hands together. Not in an unsafe manner that you wouldn't be able to get out. But like they roped it like around one hand. And then around the other hand. And then both hands together. And then you had to hold the rope. And then, so I was just standing there. And then three of my friends in front of me. And then someone was behind me. So we were all holding this rope, and then the host was at the front, and he, and he was like, okay, hold the rope, and I'll take you to the room. So, dude, I'm not even lying. We walked for, like, a good 30 seconds, which, you know, is a fair distance, and we're, like, walking, and we're going, and we're, like, I don't know where we were going. And then slowly, we started getting separated. So you could hear some person went to the right, so you just keep walking. And then one of my, bu- one of my buddies got put to the left. I'm like, okay, we just keep walking. And then the host grabs my shoulders, and they go, okay, we're just going to put you here. They, they put me into this area. They sit me down, and I'm sitting on something. And then they shut a door. You hear, like, a lock, a lock, a lock. And then they walk away. And then you could hear, like, the fourth person being put in another area. And they're like, okay, everyone, keep your masks on. We're like, what the hell is going on? It was like something out of... I would be Oh, man. It was like something out of Saw. So then I'm sitting there. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, we're going to die or we're going to get fucked. Yeah. one. Well, I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, neither here nor there. tying you up. Someone's tying me up. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm going to get fucked. So I'm gonna get fucked now. So they left and then they shut the door. They said, "Okay, good luck. You have 60 minutes. Go ahead." And I'm like, "Okay." So I take my mask off and I'm in a wooden box, sitting on a toilet that's oh, been like stop. on a, on a toilet that's been like customized. And there's like glyphs on the walls and like writing. And I'm like, "Guys, where are you?" Someone's in like the other corner of the room. The other person's beside me. The other person's in another part of the room, and we had to get out. It was nuts, dude. It was awesome. Definitely, Yo. definitely a fun experience. <laughs> I, I think they I should make. Right now. I think they should make sex escape clubs. That'd be fun. They should. We should call an escape room like ahead of time before we get there and be like, "Tell us nothing." Yeah. Like, give us zero info. Yeah. Just give us our room. Let us try to figure it out. Exactly. I want nothing. I don't even want you to talk to me. Yeah, don't even look I at me. I will give you the I'll give you the money. Just let me walk in. I'll give you the money in, in dirty money outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like meet me at the corner of Queen and King and I'll slip you a few honey a few honeys. Yeah. Go around the corner and my friend Luke is gonna jerk you off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna walk in. It's the same value as a hunch. Mm. Jeez. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. That's that's an unreal story. Oh man, it, it was I can't believe they do more unreal experience. Yeah, I'd be terrified because I'd be like, we're getting conned. Like this is a scam yeah. and we're gonna get fucked. I wanna do an we're escape. Da- or we're gonna die. <sighs> yeah, I'm down. I'm assuming a lot of them are still up and running for the most part. 
Oof, with COVID, I don't know, man. They probably took a hard hit. Yeah, well, yeah, during the lockdown phase. But, I mean, like, when there's not an actual lockdown going on, I feel like. Yeah, as long as they didn't get put out of business. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of escape rooms are kind of hurting in, like, normal times. <laughs> It's true. To be honest. It's true. I mean, once you do an escape room once, it's not like you can you go gotta, back. Yeah, you got to be pretty popular to make like a good income doing an escape room, I think. I, I agree. But yeah. That's why I think every time I see an escape room, I'm like, how are you guys really like doing? Like, <laughs> We should ask them. We should ask them if they'll partner with us and we'll advertise escape rooms on our podcast. Yeah, I'll advertise escape. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I would love that. Eventually, I'll make some kind of post on our Instagram for like, or maybe on my own, just because right currently my own personal profile has a lot more followers than right. my, than our podcast profile. Yeah. So, but I'll probably put something if like people want us to advertise their small business. Yeah, we will. You just ask us. We'll, do we'll it. advertise it for sure. Um, I was gonna ask you because I was thinking about this earlier today, and it actually kind of ties into the whole, uh, um, like booking escape rooms and having the unique experience. Yeah. Um, is rub and tugs. Have you ever been to a rub and tug? No, but uh, that's that kind of opens some doors, though, to other questions. No, I haven't to answer your question. Why not? I don't know. Are you nervous? Because I haven't, I haven't been to a legit massage parlor at all. Me neither. But I really want to because I need a massage. I need like a good, like professional massage. Rub down. Yeah. From a guy or a girl. I don't care. No way. No. I want a guy. If I if I'm gonna feel like a million bucks afterwards, guy can rub me down. Front and back. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't think a front. I don't think the front is like a front. It could be actually. I don't know. I don't know. I think if... I would just roll. I think I would just roll with it. But oh. no, here's. But that's the very first question that popped in my head <laughs> was if you went you if you went in for a massage, and let's say it's a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And you had no idea, like it wasn't advertised as like, well, <laughs> it's, it's obvious not going to be advertised as a rubber tug, but you had no idea. Right. And she starts going to town on you. What do you mean would going you to town? Would you stop it? What do you mean going to town? Like jerking your thing. <laughs> would you stop it? I would probably ask her what she's doing. I, honestly, I'd probably just roll with it. <laughs> I'd say excuse, all, excuse, honesty, excuse like, me. What are you uh what are you doing down there? And no, if she was I like say that. if she was like out of breath, like like just chugging along, I'd be like, Okay, well you can take a break. Like you don't like this I don't I don't think I don't think I paid for this, so I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I mean that's I guess that's a fair question. Like, hey, just before you keep going, is this extra? <laughs> yeah, do like, I have to pay more for this? Like, do I do I just say nothing and I, I still pay my, my twenty five bucks or is this like is this amping it up a, a bit now? Like I, I just don't want to get reeled into some yeah. sort of yeah, verbal. That's contract. a fa- that's a fair question. That's a fair question. I mean I hate to make this jump, but this is the same thing with strip clubs. The the charges are nowhere to be found. They're not posted. And I think you can only learn the pricing from the poor suckers <laughs> that get reeled into the, well, into the occasion. So, for example, now I know 
that you pay per song. Some people don't know that. <laughs> you know what I no. mean? I actually have a funny story. I think I've told you guys the story before. Yeah. But my is it wrong? So my older brother, my older brother was at a browser party, right? Uh huh. And it was in like Toronto or something. And they go to a strip club. Mm-hmm. And so I guess one of his buddies goes into a room, a separate room with a girl. <laughs> not not knowing that when you go to a big city like Toronto, rates change compared to say if oh. you're in a club in a smaller town. Brantford. And so whatever they, they do their thing. Like I don't he never told me what exactly like happened, but like so they do their thing in that separate room, whatever went down. Yeah. They come back come out of the room, they're about to leave. And the girl's like you owe me $900. Oof. Oof. And he was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not giving you $900. Damn. And basically, like, from what I was told, what ended up happening was that um, the bouchers came up. And lucky for him, this dude's like six foot six or six foot seven. Right. Like, he's like a, like a big dude himself. Yeah. And. They were like, he, he told him, like, how, basically told her how much I'll, like, I'll give you. Mm-hmm. And he just said to the bouncers, like, like what are you going to do? Like, you guys want to, like, take me outside and beat the shit out of me? Like, you go right ahead. And they were just like, all right, screw it. Just give her whatever you have. Yeah, true said. So he locked, he locked out in that part. Right. It's, but, it's uh, tough. That, had, that has to be a terrifying situation. Oh, for sure. Because she's pissed. They're... They probably just roll with whatever she says. And, yeah, exactly. And most of the time, people are either drunk or buzzed, and it's hard to keep track of that shit to begin with. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the taking advantage takes place. Ah, uh, yes, very true. That, you know, you take a guy into a back room, and he's not sober. Plastered. And he has no, he has no idea it's been like an hour. And then you take him out, and you tell him, like, you owe him like a thousand dollars wild eh like yeah that's that's crazy god that's why i would never go to one if i wasn't like (laughs) totally aware of what i was like doing or or with people that got your back yeah 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 i hear you i just i think they should put the pricing in an easier place to read (laughs) like what am i getting (laughs) like on themselves like something like on their stomach yeah i need a menu i need a menu yeah what are the extras? All the girls' names. Yeah, what are the girls' names? God, that sounds horrible. I don't want women on a menu. That, that is not what yeah, I mean. That's <laughs> I mean the services. This is sound really I mean the services. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Episode six, baby. What else we got? Coming in hot. Very hot. Oh, man. We haven't got canceled yet. So we're no, good. No, we haven't been canceled. I think we're, we're good. pretty good. We're killing it. Yeah, man. So, uh, good to hear you're doing well. What uh, what kind of things should we talk about today? I don't know. I had something to ask you. Okay. Do you have any? Do you have any guilty pleasure music or like shows that you listen to? Like something nobody would ever guess that you listen to. Guilty pleasure or watch? Yeah. In in anything. Yeah, whether it's music, TV, whatever. Hmm, it's a good question. 
Like something you would be like embarrassed. Let me think about that. But not a lot of bar- lot not a lot embarrasses you. So I don't uh, know if that's a good question for you. No, I think any question is a good question. Um, let me sit on that for a sec. How about you? Mine would be I listen to a lot of Frank Sinatra. What? That's not embarrassing. I love Sinatra. No, it's not. No, it's not embarrassing. But it's like a a guilty pleasure. Yes, it's something like a lot of people don't know. Hmm. I think that Frankie Sinatra. I think that's cute. Yeah, I think so too. I'm I'm one of the most uh, Italian, non-Italian people you ever meet. I was gonna say, I didn't know. Man, I have a theory. I have a theory that my my biological mother. Is from the Bronx of New York, Lord. and her name is Anna Marie. <laughs> Anna Marie Pasquale. <laughs> what about Lori? She was in. She was nine months pregnant, and she thought she was going to be okay. She was like, "My baby boy's not born <laughs> for another three weeks. I'm going to make it. We're going to go." visit my relatives in Tirana. You gotta go back. <laughs> and, and she didn't make it. And I came early. And she gave birth to me in Canada. <laughs> and I got and, and it. And it happened the same day that the mother I have now was giving birth. Wow. And then we got baby swapped. So they accidentally gave Lori me and my actual mother, Anna Marie, <laughs> her baby. So that's why I'm convinced. I'm maybe your I real think, name. I think, I, I think I'm Italian. Maybe my you're... name was supposed to be like Anthony or Donnie. Yeah, or I was like gonna that. say. I think your real name is Anthony. Yeah, I was an Anth- I was supposed to be Anthony Pasquale. Was my name. <laughs> that's who I'm supposed to be. Oh my god! It makes sense. Big Yankees guy. If you ask me you who are. my Golden Savior is, it's Joe Jeta. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's my that's my story. That's what I believe. I love that. I think yeah, that's uh, why when whenever Lori tell, tries to tell me to do something, I'm like I'm like you're not my mother. <laughs> and then you throw on the Frank Sinatra and you say see yeah. you later. Like get the fuck out of here. Come fly with me. Let's fly, fly away. Mm. I wish I grew up in that era, man. My grandma did. I know. That whole Rat Pack era. Like, oh, dude. Th- then we could have ran our speakeasy. That would have been uh, beauty. I feel that way sometimes. I feel like I was like born in the wrong era. Like I was supposed to. Like yeah. I should have been. Should have been around that time. Mm. Well, I Everybody was. Everybody wore suits. Oh, dude. That would have been. You would have been spiff. You oh, been I would have been a spiffy fella. Fucking spiffy. I would have just been causing shit everywhere. It would have been one of the, uh, one of the, one of the. You would have been a part of like Al Capone's. Gang <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> you want to go big? Yeah, you want to go big, kid? You were like you're Al Capone's recruiter. Yes. You yes. would get the guys to join Al Capone's gang by offering them money and cocaine. Oh yeah, I'd be. I would love to run the weird shit, all the hazings, initiations, and all that stuff. I think that'd be fun, especially in, like, the Bronx. Yeah. Do you think that if, if it was more of a thing in Canada, do you think you'd be a part of a frat? Oh, oh, frat? No. I now you were now say that gang. you talk about, like, hate. 
I just you said hazing and stuff like that. It just instantly made me think of like a frat. True. Nah, I got invited to be a part of a not a paternity. What's it called? A fraternity. Oh yeah, frat. Fraternity. Frat. <laughs> I got invited into one. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. I got invited. You got invited into one? one? Yeah, and I said, "Are there girls?" And they said, "No." I said, "Nah." <laughs> I said, "Nah, I'm not gay." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not that's a bad thing, though. No, not that it's a bad thing. And I wasn't it's not in a bad it. Bad thing to be gay. I wasn't in it to to be with girls, but I just didn't want to be with a bunch of guys talking about stuff. Talking about the girls they wish that. Were what do there. they talk about? I don't. I still don't get it. What's the point of a frat? I don't know. <laughs> We should start a frat. Let's start, Let's a, start frat. a frat. At, at Anthony Pasquale's. Anthony Pasquale's fraternity. Or, yeah, fraternity. I'm getting mixed up between paternity and fraternity. But fraternity anyway. is like what I take. I would take for work if I decided to take care of my child. <laughs> I know if that. If I like, decided to leave work and pursue fatherhood. You should take that. As a full-time career. Take it. No, but I it wouldn't cover as much. Like, I want to get paid as much. Oh, I see. It's discounted. Because, it, yeah, it would be like, I would have to go on, like, EI. We should start a fraternity that pays full paternity. <laughs> we should. We'd be called the, 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 frat pat- the, the Frat Pat Rat Pack. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Just making shit up. Yep. So guilty pleasures. Let me think here. Um, like, it's tough. Like, I'm easy to please. <laughs> like, I just, like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, TV show wise, if you throw down an episode of Pokemon, I'm watching it. I'm, yeah, I'd watch Pokemon too. I'm not mad if you change. I'm not mad if you change it. Well, I'll probably get a little mad depending on what's <laughs> going on. Yeah, depending on what episode you change it on. Yeah, like if Brock's hit, if Brock is making good progress on a Nurse Joy, and you know, <laughs> I just want to see how it plays out. You can't just interrupt it. So. Oh, Nurse Joy. Oh, who's no? You know, oh, oh, what was the cop's name on that show? Jesse. Oh, Officer Jesse? Ooh, was it Officer Jesse? Or was it Jesse and James? Jenny. Officer Jenny. Officer Jenny. How come come everyone starts with a J? What cartoon character turns you on the most? Officer Jenny. Is is it? (laughs) Actually? (laughs) No. No. Mine would probably be... Don't say Misty. Oh. No, not Misty. Of all cartoons? All cartoons. Yeah, not just Pokemon. Dude, Marge. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marge and Lois could both get it. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Holy. That would be nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's who. I just looked it up, who who I'd I'd go after the most. Jessica Rabbit. You know, you know Roger oh, Rabbit's yeah. wife. Yeah. From Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. She's the girl in the red, right? Yeah, smoke show. That's true. She could get thrashed. That or Minnie Mouse. <laughs> oh. Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Get it too. <laughs> That's true, actually. Oh, I forgot about her. But yeah, Marge Weird. and Lois, both. 
Hundred percent, could get I, it. I've never fantasized or thought of cartoon people, so it's uh, that's probably the extent of me ever going into those waters again. <laughs> uh, you asked me uh, what type of things I wanted to talk about, and um, like earlier, yeah, you never answered me. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I was working like crazy. Um, it actually kind of ties in with your example of your buddy at the strip club. He was able to go up to the bouncers and not worry too much about it because he's got the, he's got the natural build. You know, he's got the height. You can't change that. You know, big guy. Yeah. And like for me personally, I've always wanted to learn like karate or kung fu. And I wanted to ask you if you've ever felt the same, and if you did, if we should start taking classes together. I want to learn how to box. Yeah. Yeah, like legit. Ooh. Like I want to go to like a boxing gym, huh? And like learn how to learn how to throw throw some knocks. Boxing is a big thing in my area. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've gone with my bosses to I'll, I'll boxing events. Dude, I'll come out like once or twice a week. I'll come all the way over there. Do you know what's the funny thing about going to those things with my bosses? What they start betting money. On these kids who are like 14, they go 500 bucks on red shorts. The other guy goes double it on blue. I go, holy shit. <laughs> like these, these guys are like 14, 15 years old. Wait, do your bosses go there to actually box or they just go there to bet on people? No, they, uh, they, um, um, what's it called? Donate. Like they, uh, trip contribute oh, okay. to the foundation and like they, yeah. they support the kids and the program and, and then they usually get a table, like as part of their charitable donations. And so we'll go and watch the events. <laughs> At the events, whoever we're with, like we'll bring some clients or we'll bring some partners or whatever. <laughs> and they're just sitting there, you know, as we're as we're watching, just taking bets, like five hundred on red shorts, double it up on blue. Next round, double that. It's like holy shit, we're getting into some real God. stuff here. Like, damn. Yeah. Man, I wish I had the confidence to gamble. Yeah? Like, whether it's on sports or, like, at a casino or even just something as simple as buying lottery tickets. Right. I wish I had the confidence to, to throw down money. It's... But every time, I, every time I do it, I'm just like, I can't help but think, but, like, I could be spending my money on something better yeah instead of po possibly literally just throwing it away yeah that's true like every, like as much as i like playing the roulette table like i throw down like however much money yeah and then i lose it i'm like there goes something i could have could have kept there goes money i could have spent on anything else a stripper yeah exactly well, i could have gotten i could have got, gotten some good blue balls for, the, <laughs> for that money well like I think it just depends on the game you play. Like, slots is 100% just, like, you don't know what's going to be. Roulette, 50-50. Or, I mean, there's people who say, oh, no, it's 33 or 50, like, or it's 0%. I don't know. Like, there could be a method to it. It's it's a long game, but it's not worth the time. Anyway, my point is, there's some games out there that you could be in the position of power. Like, um... You know, poker, Texas Hold'em. Like, depending on how you play the game, you could you could be in it for the long haul. But it just depends on how much you play on your own. Because, like, I don't know how much how many times have you played poker personally at home with family or friends? 
Yeah. Like probably probably never. But if it was a like a weekly thing, like yeah, poker night and for a couple of years, like you grew up with it and then all of a sudden you're old enough to go to the casino and you're like, Holy shit, I can like bet then you know, you play with your disposable income, like you go in with a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, whatever you're comfortable with losing, you just play it out. You know, that's that's when it's fun. It's not fun when you go in with 200 bucks or whatever you're okay with losing and then you throw down and you're hoping for the best. It's all about enjoying it and playing and, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think that's part of it too. I think it's just having the income mm-hmm. to be comfortable throwing down money. Because it was a lot easier when I was still living with my parents and I didn't pay any yeah. bills. Yeah. That's and true. so all the money that I made from work, I could just do whatever with. Yeah. But then once you have to start paying bills and all this other stuff. Goodbye, like, money. Ah. Yeah. Money is such a interesting topic. And like for me, it's funny. I don't know if I've ever told you this. My dad's dad, so my pa, he used to invest in real estate. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah. So, did I ever tell you that he told me not to get into real estate? <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so, my pa, unfortunately, had, like, horrible experiences with rentals and real estate. And when he learned that I was getting into it, not from the realtor perspective, but from the real, like, management investing type side of it, he was like, ah, you know, be careful because you never know what will happen. He had a situation where, <clears throat> so he was younger, obviously. So we're talking like 35, 40 years ago. Um, he he had a house and he advertised it in the newspaper because we didn't have internet and stuff back then, obviously. And he got a couple of applicants and he had a couple who applied from Texas. He was like, Texas, that's interesting. Like, what's this all about? He arranged a phone call with them. Turned out that they were moving up from the States. Uh, They were um, Catholics. And they ran a clergy, like uh, the church group. And so they were like, yeah, we are churchgoers. We're very respectful, very responsible. So to my pa, he was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to rent to you. So he rented the house to them. And then uh, within the first week, he was getting calls from the neighbors saying that there was masses of people going in and out of the house. So my pa went there, and uh, they set up a church in the house, the full thing, organ, pews, the carpet down the center aisle, and they were actually running a service out of the house. Hmm. So uh, after that experience, he was like, okay, this... This can't happen, and he had to sell the house and get them out of there, and it's just, you never know what you're going to run into, but anyway, my point, money is so interesting because depending on your upbringing and, like, there's so much that can contribute to your knowledge of money and, obviously, your appreciation for life and money in itself. I mean, some people get, (laughs) a lot of people get stuff handed them on a silver platter and others have to work their asses off. And it's just interesting to see the the differences, especially in our friend group. I think we have a very diverse um, money uh, sense, you know, it's it's neat. Yeah. It's got to be one of the toughest 
conversations to have with your with your partner. Buds. Not even with your buds, but I mean with your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Oh yeah. It's gotta be one of the like unless you unless you already know that both of you are doing like really well. True. In terms of money, it's even then I think it's always a, a tough conversation to have. Like when when you start living together and you're kind of like sharing everything, like right. How do you at keep some things point equal? you got at some point you got to have that conversation. Obviously, right, right, right. You always have a breadwinner. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some couples out there that are like somewhat even, but yeah. for the most part, I think there's always there's always someone who's a. Or, or in some cases, the other person's just better at saving money. Yeah, that's not me. You know, sometimes you have a spender and a saver. You know what I mean? I'm a big spender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way. <laughs> I love, I love, I love spending money that I don't have. That's my problem. <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, you gotta live too. Like you gotta enjoy your life. You gotta live, man. I don't, I don't work to uh, to wallow. Oh, uh, what's that saying? You don't work to wallow. That's my saying. I don't. Uh, I oh, I I I work to live. I don't live to work. Bam, bam. That's how we're gonna no, open our. Bomb. That's how we're gonna open our call with the next uh, or for our first like call-in interview to a business. We're going to be like, look, we don't live to work. We work to, I mean, we don't work to live. We live to. What? <laughs> like Sounds a, good. It's like a tongue twister. Yeah, no, you got, you had a really hard time with that one. I don't live to work. I. No, I don't work to live. I live to work. Wait, what is the saying? No, that's opposite. <laughs> that's opposite. What's the saying? I work to live. I don't live to work. Ah, I work to live. Like, I don't live my life to, to go work. to work. Right, right. I work. I work so that I can live my life. Work, 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 work. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to do these interviews with per- in person with you because when we're recording now, I'm just looking at a screen. But I feel like in person, I you know. and I, whenever we like look at each other, we can just tell. I know, I just want to look into your eyes so bad. I know, and just make that connection, because... I know. Eventually. Just want to fall in love with you all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and we can, like, uh, share our drinks. Share our drinks with yeah. each other. I don't know. I'm not, sca- I'm not scared of, you know... Cooties? Any of, anything you have. Cooties? Yeah. I am more afraid of cooties than COVID. Yeah, fuck cooties, dude. <laughs> Did you ever It'll get kill co- you. Did you ever get cooties? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, no, I always got a cootie shot. I always had I, I always had f- some girl in the class give me a cootie shot. What the fuck was cooties? I don't I have no idea. Something that girls give to guys, something that guys give to girls, I don't what know. The hell. Someone's got to figure out the origin of cooties. It was basically STDs for children. <laughs> That was that was a child <laughs> STD was cooties. It's amazing looking back. Like JK SK, I had no clue about social anything. Grade one, grade two, grade three, maybe things were starting to piece together. I like to hang out with the guys. Grade four, five, I was like, oh, okay, girls are interesting. You know, it's just kind of like it's interesting to see the social um, experience as a child and as it changes growing up. Because like 
you hate the other or you don't want anything to do with the other sex and then you do and it's it's just interesting yeah remember how gull remember being so gullible as a kid like we would just believe anything like yo kyle said he fucking got a blowy from a girl (laughs) in the bathroom at last night's dance yeah 100% believable but she but but i guess she left before (laughs) she uh before we got there, she left, so none of us saw her. <laughs> and apparently, she goes to another school, so we'll like never know who she is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, but it happened. But I believe it happened. He told me. Oh, the rumor mills were crazy. The, yeah, you could just say anything, and people would fucking believe it. Well, what about work? Like, do you ever have experiences like that at work where there's just like crazy rumor mills? Uh, I don't know. My work, my work. There's definitely a lot of gossip. Yeah, people love to just hot yeah, gas. No, my my, where I work, it's like it's like living in a small town. Like Ooh. you can't keep anything a secret. Like if you try to tell one person something, eventually everybody's gonna know. Wow. And that's kind of how it was with us in the small town we lived in. You couldn't keep anything a secret. People yeah. found out. Yeah, if you were banging somebody, people found out. Oh yeah. Yep, that's us, baby. Sex? Episode sex. Episode sex. I love it. So when are we going to get a guest on here? Next episode? Hopefully. It's tough, guys. We're we're trying to make it happen, but... We we're just, just not in demand enough. We're not I in think. demand yet. You know, people don't want to be... like we're, Right now, we're in the process of we're like asking people to be on. Yes. But I want to get to the point where people are asking us to be on the show. We'll have our own email address and we'll have our own receptionist who will answer yeah. your calls. And we'll like decline people. We'll like, decline like, you. Like you want to be on our show? You know how big our show is? I got to go back. Fuck you. Want to go right. back? Yeah, that's right. We're not just uh, a knockoff what you call it podcast. We're shooting from the hips. We're here for the long haul. Yeah, 100%. I just love our impromptu kind of vibe where we're just friggin' going with whatever. Like I don't I don't really have anything prepped. I don't have anything today. I only wrote I down one, I, I only wrote down yeah. one thing. I wrote down karate cuz I wanted to know if you would do karate classes with me if we did it. But you want to yeah. you want to do boxing. <laughs> for for sheezy gigs, I would do it. <laughs> for shits and giggles. You look like you'd be a yellow belt. At most. Oh, yeah. I don't know how fast that process is of getting, like, different belts. Depends on how good you are. Can I get fast-tracked to have <laughs> more belts? Is there a fast-track? Probably. That's probably my, honestly, that would be my first question of the day. They throw first you... First day of karate class? How do I fast-track this thing <laughs> till I'm a, I'm a black belt fucking breaking people's necks with my pinky? You gotta get enlisted into a Jackie Chan movie, and if you can survive, then you're instantly a double black belt. How do I make somebody come by poking what? their back, poking, poking the back of their knee? What do you mean? <laughs> that's not karate. That's know. like some I feel fucking. Like know, I feel like I know, but I feel like they know things like that. <laughs> like I feel like they also know your erogenous zones. No, that's like um, what call it? That's uh, where they poke you with the sticks. I'll learn that too. <laughs> What's that That'd called? be sick, dude. Imagine, imagine being able to like make somebody have an orgasm just by like fucking touching like a certain part of their body. I have, just, like, I, I have that trait. And they like, oh, 
I have that training. Do you? Oh, yeah, I do. Can you do it on me sometimes? <laughs> now we're making full circle back to the massage lady. So, yeah, if she was going to the town, I would probably just roll with it. Yeah. Like, carry it. on. Carry on. I also feel bad, like, making her stop. Yeah. Because it's, like, your job. So, wait, what do you do? Do you hold it, or do you... What do you mean, hold it? What? No, you fucking let her rip. To where? That's what, Just that's all why over? She's do- that's, yeah, that's Not why in she's the doing carpet. It. <laughs> that's why she's doing it. They, that's when they hit you with the, the costs. Carpet cleaning. <laughs> extra scrubbing. <laughs> they, 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 what they do is that they, they jerk you off, and then right as right before you're about to come, they hit you with the price. They're like, you're, like, you're about to come, and they're like... They're like, this is five hundred dollars. Right on your, right as you're on your last, you know those last stroke, those oh, last yeah. strokes where it's like a bee could be stinging you on the eyeball, but you, <laughs> you would still, care. you're still gonna, fi- yeah, you're still gonna finish. That's when they hit you with it. That's right. Like, by the way, this is extra money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fucking, what's your rip? The last strokes. <sighs> Fuck. That's how they get you. There's probably a lot you could do if you had that type of uh, focus all the time. Like, I wish you could hone in on that focus level. That third last jerk. You know what I mean? Apparently it's a thing. It's called edging. <laughs> oh my god. People like, per- like per- they, which I feel like is like super unhealthy for you to do. But apparently it's a thing. It's like they like jerk off only to the point of like they're about to, god. and then they stop, and then they stop. No. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, don't do that. You're gonna hurt yourself. Don't do that. No kidding. Also, don't put belts around your neck. (laughs) Don't do the shit where it makes like you stop breathing. Oh, what is that? I don't know. People like put belts around their neck and like choke themselves while they're jerking off. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole another world. Don't do it. Yeah, it's whole whole thing. So we got uh, we're at the forty eight minute mark from this Rob. Wow, recording. that was dude. It literally feels like we've been talking for like five minutes. <laughs> I know. So what could we wrap up with here? Um, you know, I always have ideas going into these, and then they like <laughs> leave as soon as we start. They like leave my brain. I know, me too. And then I'm just like, fuck. And then later when we're done recording, I'm like, this is what I want to talk about. I know it puts you on the spot. I know. I'm just looking around. Do you collect anything? Uh, not now. <laughs> what? What do you mean, not now? I used to collect things when I was a kid. Really? Like what? Like hockey, car- like hockey cards and stuff like that. Oh, where did it all go? I don't know. It's in storage. Storage somewhere. I think you should collect uh, acorns from those little chipmunks. Can you tell <laughs> them? Cottage. Can you tell them the story? I love it. The story of the chipmunks? Yeah. Yeah, I have chipmunks at my cottage, and they leave acorns everywhere. <laughs> you gotta build it up. I don't know how to, you tell the story then. I don't want to tell the story. The story's not that fascinating. <laughs> I just have chipmunks at my cottage that leave acorns everywhere. I always and get... we we thought that we were pra- like it got to the point we thought we were pranking each other because that's how many acorns there were. That's true. Because I'm but always I'm always they were just pulling the shit. chipmunks fucking with us. The chipmunks were playing games. Alvin and the chipmunks were fucking with us. I love them. 
I'm gonna. You know how people make like cat towers or birdhouses? I'm gonna make a chipmunk cabin. You should. So they can live in there. And I'm gonna put pictures of Matt on the walls, so they can gnaw his little face off. <laughs> that's my deal with chip. That's my deal with the chipmunks. They're pretty cute, but as long as they don't try to like bite me ever or something like that, then I'm good with them. Have you ever owned a rodent? Uh, I had a hamster once. <laughs> what was his name? Uh. Oh my god, you don't remember your. Hamster. I think it was Squirt. I think his name was Squirt. <laughs> oh my god, was he blue? Was perfect for my name. Was he blue? No, he was like brown. Yeah, like a light, very light brown. We had a we had a pet rat, and his name was Nibbles. You had a pet rat? Yeah, his name was Nibbles. I don't understand people that have like rats. Why? And shit like that for pets? Because why? He was outside. I mean, he was ha- cold. Honestly, hamps- hamsters aren't any better. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. My sister. Oh, it was like a, it was. Wait, this was a this is a rat <laughs> from a pet store. This is a rat you found outside. He was That's cold. He was That's cold. He was cold. That's disgust, dude. You know how many diseases that thing carries? I don't fucking care. That that. I survived cooties. I'll survive rat shit. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm not ashamed of nothing. My sister had a, a hamster. I'll never forget Rosie, and uh, she liked to make her own little bedding, and so like she had the the um, like the. What do you call that stuff? Like the clippings, like the the chips, the little wood chips on the ground. Yeah. And it didn't look very soft, so my sister would always put like a square, like a square piece of tissue pa- um, toilet paper, so I could chew it up and make a little bed out of it. And right. it it lasted a long time. I think the hamster lived to be like five years old or something, but uh, eventually, like we. Like my sister gave it some toilet paper to work on its bed, and it actually uh, stuffed itself in a tube and it suffocated itself. It was like holy shit! The poor thing was taking itself out with toilet paper. So that's why we don't. No. That's why we don't own rodents anymore. Yeah. And now it's and, not rats. Well, yeah, I guess so. And now that I'm married, and living at home and all my friends have pets i want a pet but at the same time it's like it's too much to handle yeah there are a lot like i would love a dog i want a dog too or a horse yeah i think we need a I think we need a bigger house before i want to get a dog but i need a bigger house before i get a dog uh, because i want a big i want a big dog like a like a beethoven something like that probably i don't know really it's a big dog but yeah, like uh, my house could handle if we had like just like a lap dog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want a big dog. Something I could have attack people. <laughs> I've always I've always wanted a golden retriever, but I don't know. It, it's tough. Like, do you get a dog? They're expensive, that... man. I know they are expensive. And they're they're only getting more expensive. And it's not even just to buy. It's also to maintain. They got the food. They got their shots. Oh, yeah. If they ever do shit, like hurt themselves. Man, yeah, it's a lot, lot, man. It's a lot to look after, but I don't know. There'll be a time when when we're ready. I feel like I feel like the best time for a family to get a dog, and it doesn't matter. But for me, it almost feels like when the kid is old enough to know what a dog is, like 
when we have kids or for you guys, like if your kid was like two years old, bam, doggy. That yeah. kid that kid's gonna grow up with that dog. Oh yeah. And it's cute. That's gonna be your hardest thing. I think the hardest thing is when your when your kid is like old enough to start talking to you mm-hmm. is saying like no. <laughs> saying no to your kid is gonna be like so for me anyway. Really? Like if if like if my kid wants a dog, but say I'm not in a position to have a dog, what are you gonna like, say? It's hard. I don't know. I'm gonna have to cross that bridge when I get there, but it's tough. I'll be there for you when you're ready. Because kids always want a puppy. They want puppies, man. Oh yeah. I'll help you. But like, I like the hard part is that like, at the end of the day, it becomes your dog, not their dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though they want it. So it's like, at the end of the day, they're gonna be happy, but you're the person who has to pay for all the shit. That's right, and take it for the walks and clean up its shit. Yeah. And when it's sick. Yeah, your fucking your forty pound kid isn't gonna walk your dog. <laughs> and good luck forcing them to. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for when that day comes for you. Yep, one day. So what do you you want to call it a wrap? We just hit the fifty six minute mark. I think we're probably pretty good. Yeah, this had to be our most least fascinating episode. <laughs> we've ever done. Hey, we covered a lot of shit. Yeah. Anyway, for now. I think uh, I think we just look forward to next week. So, guys, thanks for listening. It's always a pleasure. Hopefully, we'll be able to get uh, together, Luke and I, soon, so that we can record in the same room and use the same mic and hold hands. Who knows? But uh, as always, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, you can follow me at at the Luke Rogers eighty eight on Instagram and follow our podcast at Shooting from the Hips. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.